Peace out. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. Three songs. Bobby Mike, it's Bobby Mike. 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 A three song. Three song. Three songs pod. April 18th, 2020. Episode number 114. And Bob, before the show, you were saying you don't like that number. Tell me more. Well, I'm, yeah, well, I'm a bit crazy. <laughs> and I used to be a Triskaidekaphobe, which is the fear of the number 13. Actually, it's a Das Damen album title, I think. Das Damen. Yeah. Yeah. Great live band. Sure. SST band. Amazing live band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lyle Heisen and the guys. Mm-hmm. So... But I played them on the show yet, Das Dominant? Uh We've talked about them. I can't remember if you played them or not. Let me look. I can, I, I can hold. I don't look, but like I'm just saying, like you know, they were way better than like you, you a lot have of their ilk. You have yeah. not. You have not. Okay. Yeah. We can fix That'll that. Be fine. Again, another band that was like unbelievably great live in at least when I saw them, like in the late '80s and early '90s, about four or five times. And, uh, but anyway, so like I got over my fear of the number 13, then I developed a weird fear again, like, you know, we live, I personally, and I think you do a little bit, but you're not superstitious. I don't think, are you? Mm, No, not, not particularly. Oh, I'm terribly superstitious, you know? Okay. Like I, you know, I mean, like I appreciate like when, like one thing I, I like about athletes in general is when they completely expose their superstitions. Like, and basically, anytime like a batter goes to bat in the major leagues, they basically reveal all their superstitions, if they have any. Right. I love that. Their nervous habits. It might, it's like a part of their routine. But it's all like, one great thing about baseball, it's very superstition-based, as is horse racing. Sure. Do you avoid the stepping one on cracks? You, like you said, you've done, you, you've been, what's up? Do you avoid stepping on cracks when you're walking on the sidewalk? Sometimes, if I'm thinking about it, for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, like... And you don't want to break any I mean, mirrors. Like, Not just because you don't want to clean it up, but like bigger... I'm saying there's never been, like, 15 minutes in my life that I recall in which, like, a superstition did not come into it. Oh, wow. Okay, so you got over the fear of 13, but you don't like... The now I fear the number 14. Okay. So now this is episode 114, but I'm cool with that. Like, we'll roll with it. We'll like, roll with you know. it. We'll get through it. <laughs> well, anyway, let me ask you before we play music, which uh-huh. is what everyone's here for, including you and me, obviously. Um, I heard a, um, a horse racing analyst in the last hour uh, talk about when horses, this is something that you've seen a thousand times, if not more, when horses swish their tail, mm-hmm. especially in the last quarter mile, especially mm-hmm. when they've, they've been asked to go Mm -hmm. so what do you think of like when a horse like what does it say to you and we're talking about geldings colts phillies marriage what does it say to you like what's your knowledge of like horses fishing tails how do you react to that generally it's not a good sign and it usually means they're annoyed by something 
annoyed or in pain, usually mm-hmm. like sore right. behind, right. suggests to me. Yeah. In the case of like, a, I think in the case of a filial mare, it means like it could be like, I you know, it usually it is associated with a whip or being asked. Sure, it's a sign of agitation. It's it's not it's not something you like to see. Yeah, unquestionably. Okay, that's all. I, that and I just heard a handicapper say that it's a positive sign. No. Um, no. Like when it uh, like when it's a a famous handicapper on the. TVG network say that McKenzie is one of the best horses last year is a constant tail swisher. And to me, like it means that like, you know, there's something wrong. You well, know, either he's yeah. agitated by the whip or he's sore behind or like, you know, something's going on. Like to me, it's like a major negative. Yeah. You know? Well, they may be famous, but I mean, I've seen good. a few, horses and yeah. I've seen a few horses over the years. Like who like, swish their tail like in a positive way i've seen a small percentage of swish their tail in a positive way like i've got this like usually feel like usually like fillies and mares like see you later yeah it's not like dogs no no they're not like dogs it's not like dogs no uh, all right yeah. um let's get to the music you want to start it you got yeah. you got yeah, uh, junior bourbon i'm gonna i'm gonna play some reggae music classic beautiful. yeah yeah, Probably you know, best known, Bourbon, you know, thanks to a song the Clash covered, right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, best known for yeah, Police and Thieves, which came out in 1977. This is from 1978, and it's the title track of his album Tedious, Jamaica. Yeah. Oh, 
tedious Junior Mervin. Tell me yeah, about that one. Like, um, have you ever known like anybody who's a Rastafarian? Um, yeah. I mean, not really well, but yeah, I'm sure I've known some Rastafarians. Did they ever talk about like Rastafari? Uh, like the religion? Yeah, like, I mean, like, did it go in one ear and out the other? Which, I mean, like, again, like, religion's, like, my worst subject. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know much about the religion, the, the actual religion. Um, but have you noticed when you've listened to reggae over the years that there's, like, you know, Moses is, like, mm-hmm. constantly mentioned? Mm-hmm. Sure. It's because, like, you know... The elements of Judaism within Rastafari are them, themselves an offspring of Egyptian mysticism. It's, right. it's all the you know it's it's all about Moses, right? And Osiris and Isis and like it's it's interesting. Like it like we think of it as like Jamaican music, but it's it's the origins come from like I think just about every like legendary reggae figure was Rastafari, like at least from like Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Sure. As far as I know. But it's amazing how, like, we think of it as, like, purely Jamaican, even if it's, like, I mean, if you think of, like, as soon as you hear the, hear the word reggae, you think of Jamaica. Of course. And in this case, you know, Junior Mervin, who died, like, six or seven years ago, and huge, hugely influenced by Curtis Mayfield, and a beautiful singer. Like, that's the other thing about reggae is, like, he's one of the one of the prettiest reggae singers of all time. Yeah. In terms of his voice like that's his power like i don't you know i don't know how many people have heard like the original police and thieves but like the clash couldn't sound like junior mervin singing that song right you know very high beautiful almost falsetto voice yeah it's it's interesting like um when i listen to reggae like i always think like maybe i should like delve further into like i had a friend in college that was Became full on like Rasta. A couple of them, Laura Jones one, and like uh, can't remember. Not, not not off the top of my head. I can't remember another the other one. But like, I think they were just more into like weed and reggae than they were into the right, religious right, aspect. Right, right, yeah, for sure. The Rastafarians, I but knew. I don't know. But I don't even really know because like if they start the music's playing and the incense is blowing, yeah, and you know those kind of things. But it's like, what's going on here? And then like, you know. If you listen to the words, it's like constantly like talking about you know religion, like and, right, and Egyptian Babylon. mysticism, like yeah, you know, it's, it's, it is. I mean, some a lot of the songs are just like purely about gone, like you know. So, so but, from a uh, music standpoint, how is that sounds is, great? Is that reggae? Is that dub? How do oh, you? I think I think it's it's all a combination of everything. Like yeah. those are their influ- you know. Yeah, how do you? How there do you is that similarity, it? like yeah. And there's even rap reggae people, you know, like I can't. Sure. So I mean, it's not my area of expertise, but I felt felt like it was a good opportunity to like, yeah, you know, spring is sprung to celebrate Junior Mervin, who's one of the greatest reggae singers of all time. Absolutely. And why why did you pick that song? Is there anything about that song that in particular that spoke? Well, to like Police and Thieves, like would have been like kind of an obvious choice. Sure. Um. But I think it's it came on his next album, which was made in 1978. It was in like I only know like ten Junior Bourbon songs, but I, I dig that one. 
Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like pure, pure late seventies reggae. For for me, um, I know some of the earlier, like late sixties stuff. Um, you know, that's almost considered ska. Like, I'm not as familiar with Junior Mervin. Uh, you know, I like a lot of like Jimmy Cliff. You know, the harder they come soundtrack is oh Peter Tosh, Peter, you know, Peter Tosh. Tosh, yeah, um, Marley, and I'm familiar more with like a lot of the the Trojan records, um, reggae, ska from the late '60s, early '70s, and even early on, one of the first shows you played Doctor Alimentado, who's oh, he's great, he's fantastic, yeah, great, great reggae record, um, yeah funkiest chicken in town um oh what a great song yeah 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 well i'm gonna i'm gonna change it up a little i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go to africa actually we talked <laughs> you're not gonna stay you're not gonna stay in the reggae groove i'm not gonna stay in the reggae you, groove but i'm gonna stay you know you talked about egypt and the roots of rastafarian rastafarianism um being in in egypt i'm gonna go to the sahara and this is uh, a group from Mali. This is a brand new release. It came out. Oh, Mali and music, man. Came out Mali music three days ago, man. Um, and this is a really, really cool project that I think is worth uh, touting and discussing. And I listened to this today, and then immediately started it back up and listened to the whole thing again. It's this is an EP. Um, a label called Sahel. Here we go with a new throw. Yes, new throw. Sahel Sounds. Who um, they're out yeah, of? Yeah, that's Portland. That's Portland. The, well, the, the yeah, the some new Mokhtar. The 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 U.S. version is in Portland, um, and they're also based out of uh, I think Nigeria. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, they've got a really cool project for the whole year. They're doing something that they call music from Saharan WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Where every month they're they're releasing an EP uh, of different of a different group from their label, and every album is going to be recorded on a cell phone, transmitted over. Yeah, WhatsApp. that's what they do. They do the yeah. Yeah. How MD Mock Target started. Yeah, uploaded to Bandcamp, and it lives for one month only, and you pay what Whoa. you want, and everything goes to the artist. And after one month, it disappears, yeah. and there's a new one. So this is the one that came out three days ago. The band is called. Alcabar Jr. Uh, they've released yeah. uh, a, a couple records, one of which was on Mississippi uh, Records, Portland label. Um, but really, really cool EP. They're from, um, as you as you mentioned, they're from Mali. From uh, boy, I don't even want to pronounce the name of the town. <laughs> I'll let some. No, don't even try. Just, it doesn't just, matter. Just go to. Uh, Alkabar, A-L-K-I-B-A-R dot bandcamp dot com. Um, download this. Or you can just you can just, you can just Google um, Say Hell Sounds. At you can. S-A-H-E-L. S-A-H-E-L, Say Hell Sounds. Yeah, sounds. This is from that EP. It's the first song. It's called Sukabe Mali, and I think you'll dig it really, really well. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I will. Yeah. Look up and my lady, I want to be 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 my lady, I want to be
be male. Oka be male wede, awo be male wede, olo be male. Party music. Serious oh, big party. time. You know, uh, I want to talk real quick. Do it. Um, Christopher Kirkley is the guy. He's, he's definitely, he's been active since 2009. He definitely lives within 10 miles of where you're sitting right now. Okay. It's, a, it's and like this, since 2009, it's, you know, he's like, he's spent a lot of time. I've watched a few things. He spent a lot of time in Western Africa and he's, you know, devoted his musical experience to like bringing artists like this to light, and like uh, I think the website's just like s a h e l sounds and there's stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Amazing guy. We and you talked you talked about having guests on the show. I'd like to like try to get in touch with uh, Christopher Kirkley and have him just like take over. You're uh, you're you're tipping an idea that we we would, were discussing before we started. Yeah, just start, you know, like now that people are home and maybe have more time, like eat, let's do a series well, of shows. Well, some people are home, some people are home. Many of many, yeah. <laughs> many most more people are home than normal. Um, let's let's see if we can get a third guest. We'll do three songs times 3 where we each we kind of round robin it. Um so, so maybe maybe yeah. the next show we could try something like that. But yeah, he would be a fantastic guest. Um, I, ben Parrish, who uh, does marketing, I think for them, does, or at least does social media, he tipped me to and sent uh, download for another artist that just put out a record on their label called TDNTM. Um, really beautiful acoustic guitar. Um, so uh, instrumental stuff like everything from that label is is worth checking out for sure but that, i couldn't agree more but that's yeah that just four songs they all in the same spirit just really fun i, I listened to it this morning and then immediately went back and played all four again um fantastic you know yeah. and that's a, that's it's, it's, it's great when that happens yeah yeah, and you know I love what yeah. they're doing here. You know, it's it's just recorded on a cell phone, uploaded, and artists get all of the money. So, I think yeah. it's kind of what they've always done, though—the cell phone thing. Like, uh, yeah, not I don't know if all of them. Maybe um, you know they have a couple of regular full records. You know, I mean this one, um, their first LP, which came out in two thousand. What year was it? Two thousand twelve. Um, and released on Mississippi. No, but I'm just saying, like, the genre itself, the genre itself is like... Perhaps, yeah. yeah um, it's built, built on cell phone communications. Yeah. You, you may be right. I'm not knowledgeable enough to say one way or another, but I just uh, I heard that and really, really dug it, so wanted to share it. Too. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, I'm going to take us to Scotland, for God's sakes. Scotland. Yeah. We go to Scotland now yeah. and then, yeah. Let's go to Glasgow. 
you know, one of the one of the greatest cities I've ever been to. I've never been. Uh, one of the greatest cities. Well, you got to go. One of these days. Um, when when we travel we'll again. Ivor Cutler, Scottish Ivor. legend. Yeah, sure. You know, uh, we'll you know we'll talk about him after the song, but this is from 1983, and uh, he's like a, a true like kind of got famous like uh, in a lot of ways. He's been a part of like a lot of amazing things. Like he's played with Robert Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, he he was in he was in the the Beatles magic uh, magical mystery tour film in 1967, and he was a fixture. He was a fixture on BBC Radio One with John Peel. And this is from uh, 1983, and this is uh, one of my favorite songs of his, "A, a Donut My Hand." I need nothing, I've everything I need I walk along the dusty road, a doughnut in my hand The sun is round and yellow and it shines upon my feet I've walked a hundred yards and I'm not the least bit tired I need nothing, I've everything I need I walk along the dusty road, a doughnut in my hand The cloud is white upon the sky As white as a woman's skin I've walked another hundred yards And I'm not the least bit tired I need nothing, I've everything I need I walk along the dusty road A doughnut in my hand I bumped into a dairy bush With cows on every twig I squeezed myself a glass of milk My thirst went up like smoke I need nothing, I've everything I need I walk along the dusty road and I stumbled by a sailor, was lying by the road I kissed his lips and made him wince And then I stumbled on I need nothing, I've everything I need I walk along the dusty road A doughnut in my hand I spied a silver coffin, the lid was open wide. I wrapped my shirt right round my leg and lay down flat inside. I need nothing, I've everything I need. I lie upon a coffin, a doughnut in my hand. Kind of a silly one, though. Well, I mean, you know, it, but it's like uh, 1983 that was made with a vocal accompaniment of one Linda Hurst, who's a marvelous singer. And uh, it's 38 songs. <laughs> it's privilege, privilege, privilege. The album's 38 songs. And he's kind of like, uh, to me, like, uh, you know, way different in a lot of ways, but also way similar, similar to like, you know, people we celebrate in this country, like, as well, what we should do, you know, the, the recently deceased Daniel Johnson, one of our heroes, mm-hmm. sure, and uh, and I just think he's like a he he, he was a complete original, yeah, and uh, he's someone I've the name I've seen for years, and I've always thought of him as avant garde, experimental, almost a little like obtuse and hard to crack you know like i've never really 
dove in because I didn't know where to start with his discography because it felt almost a little overwhelming and intimidating. Well, we'll start with privilege. Well, I will. I will. And um, they're all nuggets. They're all nuggets. That like, was. Uh, uh, and there's. In fact, in fact, I'm going to outro this uh, podcast tonight with. Uh, you know, perhaps his most famous song, Women of the World, who, which was covered by Jim O'Rourke. Uh, and the lyrics are simple, and that'll be my political commentary on tonight's show. I'll outro the show with that after your, your last play. Okay. And uh, But, you know, Ivor Cutler, absolute legend. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, cool. He was, born in 19, he was born in 1923. Huh. You know. Wow. And he's he's no longer with us, but he lived lived to the grand old age of eighty three, and he was a you know just a great British eccentric, a great Scottish you know, he's a Scottish legend. I I uh, yeah, I, I, it's, he it's definitely a dark corner of my musical knowledge. Like I've I just have never was. I want to think maybe it's just in my mind I associated him with like Henry Cow. Was he ever involved with the group Henry Cow? Not that I know of, but like he, he, he served in the Royal Air Force in the during World War uh, Two, and uh, he was soon he was soon like turned away. Hmm. He was turned away because he was just too weird for the uh, Royal Air Force, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, he's a master of the harmonium, which is you know, just, you know, the pump organ. Like he's, you know, I don't think that he's like you know celebrated for his musicianship, just his uniqueness. But he's just you know fantastic performer okay well thank you yeah i'll um i'll i'll seek him out a little bit and and dive in um that was that was lighter but also like lyrically dark but musically lighter than i was you know i don't know for some reason i just always had this like heavy um you know avant-garde like obtuse experimentalism associated with him i didn't realize it was so almost silly well, yeah, I, I appreciate the more jovial bits. Yeah, I like that. That was good. Um, Thank you. Well, I will. What will I do? Nice I'm, to get a nice to get a tip of the cap from you. I, 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 you act like I don't hand those out very often, but I would say I do. Oh, do you? Do you? I'll hand you a broker's tip cap. Do you have those? <laughs> I don't. I would love one. I would wear it happily. Yeah, I'll send you a broker's tip okay. cap. Yeah, and I got I got broker's tip bags too. I'll send you a bag. Oh, I could take it shopping. Yeah. Go to the grocery store and get my produce. Oh yeah, yeah. You can fit a lot of stuff in that. But yeah. Anyways, that's beside the point. What's your, what do we need next? Uh boy, what all I do? I, I'll change it up entirely. I'll go completely different mood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. How can you not? How a little, not? a little bit yeah. of an up. This is an upbeat. I'm going to the early '90s. We're, we're gonna go. Uh, we'll harken back to the discussion we had last show about twee pop. This is a band that got. Oh shit. Yeah, oh shit is right. Um they got they got kind of lumped in with the twee pop um groups and you know I think maybe part of it is cuz some of their stuff came out on K Records, their well only LP. Uh this is their first 7-inch, their first release. I bought it at the time because it was a split with the band Bratmobile. Um who I know Well, you great know. band. Yeah. Um yeah. Riot Girl band um and Plus, I was I was a fan of them, and I, I, I this their first release. I was, toured with Molly Newman, one of the best people I've ever toured with. Molly Newman, yeah, I, uh, always a welcome sight. I've, always I've, a welcome sight. I never Absolutely. knew any of these um, women personally, but I was always a fan of their music. 
And uh, yeah, this is um, the band I'm talking about here is Tiger Trap. Their first seven inch was a split with Bratmobile, and this is from it. They re-recorded this on their their full LP that came out in '93, but this is the original version from '92. It sounds like absolute shit. It sounds like it was recorded in a toilet, but that's partly why I love it. Is it just Rose, Angela, Heather, and Jen? Rose, yeah. Rose went on to go Rose sailor. Melbourne. And the softies, yeah, Rose Melberg, she's the singer-songwriter. And, you know, there's nothing twee about this. This is like a rockin', like, noisy, distorted song, and it's just brilliantly catchy. This is, when I was in 92 making mixtapes for all my friends, I was always throwing this one on because it's just such a happy, catchy... Oh, come on now. Release the tiger from the trap, Mike. Brilliant song. song. It's called Words and Smiles. Here you go. twee about that at all they're a band from early 90s punk rock yeah that is but that is so catchy and like i i remember of when the I, sacto variety when Sacto's i when, not twee. when i first heard probably around that time like i was not that knowledgeable about 60s girl groups or phil specter or any of that sort of stuff like I'd, i knew some of the hits and stuff like that but i would hear people refer to phil specter's wall of sound and and to me, like, 
that was a wall of sound. It's just like this cacophony of noise with this amazing catchy melody and harmony throughout the whole song like just over this blistering wall of noise like that really to me is a wall of noise but i just loved that I well then like bands like unwound that, that were part of like the same scene like you know they they made it noisier but like you know you got to keep in mind like you know huge influences on me at the time were like bands like jesus and mary chain and my buddy valentine said that was the modern wall that was the modern sure. Phil Spector wall sure yeah like that's the wall yeah. of sound where it's just this noise like absolute feedback feedback, feedback. right feedback like catchy noise that was what i would always describe it's, it. a, it's, a, it's a drummer's responsibility to, to hold it all together yeah you know so yeah, Miss Miss Dunn did a fantastic job. Heather you know? Dunn, like, yeah. That's the thing. It's like when you think about Sonic Youth, like, and when Sonic Youth like made like Evil and Sister, and like Steve Shelley was a new member of the band, like Steve Shelley was the glue, right? For sure. No yeah. knock on Bob Burt, but when so, Steve like, Shelley joined the band, it it took. The it was, it was just like it all made like he took he like he he like mathed it out. Yeah, like you know. But Heather Dunn, fantastic drummer, Tiger Trap. I mean, amazing. Yeah, a band that wasn't around nearly as long as, um, you know, they weren't around to, to really get the attention that I think they deserved. Um, but a fun band and some really good songs. Yeah, I just uh, was enjoying We don't that. know that. Like, maybe they feel like they got the attention they deserved. I, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about a band that I felt like should have gotten more attention than they got at the time they may have been fine with it all right well i'm gonna scoot us down i5 a little bit south uh midnight sister i don't think we've ever played a band on jack jaguar records have we Ooh, i don't know good question maybe the bloomington Indiana, big, uh, well, big time label I, I, I i've played um i know i've played stuff that's been reissued i played that richard young's a, a richard young song that later wasn't originally released on Jag Jaguar, but was later reissued. But yeah, I don't know. Right. Who knows? This is Midnight Sister. And um, this is like, uh, as far as I know, like two people. I imagine they're, I don't even know if there's accompanying musicians. I think it's a beautiful song. It's uh, Juliana Giraffe and Ari Belusian. And uh, it's a song, I think it came out just pretty recent, like 2017 or 18. And it's a beautiful song called Their Eyes by Midnight Sister L.A. It is 
That is a beautiful song. It sets a mood for sure. Saturn over sunset. Yeah, uh, I'm not familiar with them at all. I will check them out. Um, reminds me a little bit of some of the Nico stuff, especially some of the weirder, more atmospheric Nico stuff that she did with John Cale in the early '70s. But uh, that was cool. I like that. It. It. Uh, Anyways, have we played Bratmobile on the show? I don't think we've played Bratmobile. Did you want to play a brat? You want to? You want to? What's the, do we, no, no. I'm just saying, like, we should do a feature on them, Allison, Aaron, and Molly. We for can. God's sakes, we can. We'll keep our we'll we can. keep our like you know bands that weren't twee called twee twee <laughs> right going. Well, they were riot. They, they were considered riot girl. Um, They're riot girl, but like you know, punk rock machine. for sure. For but sure. Anyways, and and so, that'd be like Midnight Sister. I like that. That was good. I'll check them out. Um, I feel like that's the way we should end the show, but we've still got a couple to go. I've got one, and then oh no, we're gonna keep it rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. Well, it just it just well, felt, I'll do an outro song. You it felt it. like a nice, like you know, like end of the evening sort of uh, vibe to it. But um, 
The night is young, mate. The night is young. <laughs> the night is young. And, I know and, I've talked too much. And, I asked you a question about tail swishing. And that's stuff. okay. That's yeah, okay. It's we, my fault. We started. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shake things up a little bit. I'm gonna play something completely different. Different mood. Different. Different continent. I'm just, ha- I'm just happy to be outside with no one around me. I love that you're back out on the porch in Des Moines. Yeah, solitude. Yeah. Um, Sol- solitude is my attitude. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take <laughs> us to a place. Where we go, like to visit often, that's New Zealand in the, oh, in the early 80s. Yeah. Um, this is a band. I like, to call it, like, I like to call it your official musical campground. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, this is a band that I'm not really familiar with. I hadn't really been familiar with until recently. Uh, they released three... Well, they had... so. They're 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 called the Sporting Life. I don't know if you if you're familiar with them at all. Prior to changing their name to this Sporting Life, they were called Alms for Children, and released one seven inch. Unfamiliar, nice, completely unfamiliar. Nineteen eighty one, they released a seven inch called Alms Not Arms as Alms for Children, and and then they changed their name to This Sporting Life. They're from Auckland. And they released an LP on Flying Nun in 1982, and then they released a 12-inch uh, in 1983 on Flying Nun. And um, you'll hear their influences are uh, like The Fall and Gang of Four and Mekon. So as far as Flying Nun Oh, those go, are some heavy-duty comparisons there. Man, there's a lot of pressure on this sporting life. For sure. Um, so as, 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 as Flying Nun bands go, they, they sound less like... Kind of the poppier stuff and the, more like the Gordons in a way, um, as a reference. Yeah, Gordons. Uh, Balter Space. Balter Space, exactly. So um, the guitarist is a guy named Paul Fogarty, and his. These like, guys have been around forever, man. Yeah. Like forever. 81, 82, 83. Paul Fogarty is answer to a trivia question. He recorded one of the tracks that was reissued or released on. The fall in the hole, fall in a hole LP, uh, when the fall came to New Zealand and um, played some shows. That could be the most tr- obscure <laughs> trivia question stumper of all time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, most of those songs like, were recorded like, by. It's actually an important question to ask you. Like, who would you want on your your indie rock or however you want to call it um, trivia team? Like, if you had to choose mm-hmm. one person to have on your trivia team. One person. Uh, I would have to go with my buddy Ryan Matheson, who knows like way too much about everything. He's a friend of mine. He actually told me recently. Let's get him on the show. Let's we, get him. On we the should show. get him on the show. He told me recently he had to stop listening to the show because he was buying too much stuff. So. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go with Gerard Cosloy. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a. <laughs> yeah. He would be great. And then, yeah, go, yeah, he, relentless, and he would be so, a great guest too. Um, so, yeah, if we can get him on here, yeah, yeah. I don't know, who knows? He's, Whatever, we'll, who knows? We'll shoot for the moon, and maybe we'll land in the stars. But um, <laughs> this is uh, this is from their EP, the one that came out in 1983. It's a four-song EP. Uh, this is a song called "Difference: This Sporting Life." This sporting life.
What'd you think of that, Bob? Oh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I figured that was... I, I don't know about your comparisons to... Let's see, Gang of Four and what else? Um, well, so it's not that I compared them. It's just they're in, they listed their influences as the Fall, Gang of Four, and the Mekons, so... Oh, Mekons, yeah, Mekons. Early Mekons, I can hear that. Yeah, um... Fun. I mean, just a fun band. Like they're, I for whatever reason, well, whatever. You know, I mean, when I was when I was, uh, it was great. Really diving into all the Flying Nun stuff. I, I just, I, I never, I missed completely missed them. Um, but fortunately, their um, all of their studio recordings and some live tracks have been reissued recently on a label called Fail Safe Records. Good deal. Check it out. It's on CD, and I would imagine for digital download. Um, good band and it's one I'd missed. So yeah. Plug an outro of the show. I go back to Ivor Cutler mm-hmm. and you played a New Zealand band mm-hmm. and who's the prime minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Aldern. Right? right. Yeah. Fantastic prime minister. And, uh, this is, uh, Ivor Cutler off the album privilege. 1983 with the fantastic vocal accompaniment of one Linda Hurst. Amazing soprano. Women of the world take over because if you don't the world will come to an end and we haven't got long Women of the world take over Because if you don't, the world will come to an end And we haven't got long Men have had their shot And look at where we've got Women of the world take over Because if you don't, the world will come to an end And we haven't got long Women of the world take over Because if you don't, the world will come to an end And we haven't got long Women of the world, take over Because if you don't, the world will come to an end And we haven't got long
we haven't got long. Women of the world, take over. Because if you don't, the world will come to an end. And we haven't got Good night, Mike. Good night, Bob. Stay safe.